Hello, this is your host, Paul Harvey at Life, Passion and Business. I realise I put this at the end of the programme most of the time. And I also realise I don't often listen to the end of podcasts. So I thought about it, i tell you here before we get started. So the first thing is this podcast is not supported in any way. We have no sponsorship. So if you would like to support us, do check out the Buy Me A Coffee link on this podcast app. And you also find it at the website. Now, also, if you are interested in the five questions and would like to answer them yourself, do check out the resources tab at the website because the five questions is available as a workbook and an ebook. And if you want to know why that's important, check out the end of the podcast or go and check out the resources tab at the website. That's enough for me. Let's get on with the program. My name is Paul Harvey, and you are listening to Life, Passion and Business, a podcast born out of my desire to find greater meaning in life at the time when I thought there was none. Since that day, I have spoken to hundreds of people, and what I have discovered is that our story is everything, because what we do, feel or experience is based on the stories that we tell ourselves. It's time to explore what it means to live a good life. How do we make this experience better? And more importantly, how do we lead the world to a better place? The question was, scale of one to 10, how easily do you think you could be manipulated into buying something? The vast majority of people said, oh no, I'd be at a one or two. Oh, you, you couldn't manipulate me into buying something. If I didn't want it, you couldn't manipulate mm. me into buying it. Most of us are actually closer to the seven, eight, nine uh, range. The reality is the more we think we can't be manipulated, the easier it is to manipulate us because we're not on our guard. We're, we're not even considering the possibility that we could be manipulated. So we don't even look to spot it happening. Hello, if you caught my show at the weekend, you will know we were talking about fear of finding out. And when I made that show, I had the sudden realization that one of our previous guests, Keith Blakemore Noble, was a master in this topic. And I thought I would put him back on the show. I would re-release his uh, podcast so you could hear it again. And then when I went to find Keith, I discovered he had a new book all about manipulation. Now, we've all been here. We've all had experience where we've come out of a situation thought, I don't think I was fully in control of that situation. And that is exactly what Keith is talking about today. So it's very, very worth listening to this conversation and checking out Keith's new book, which is available on Saturday. It goes live on Saturday on the Amazon platform. A little bit of background around Keith. He is a, well, he was a trained hypnotist. He is a master in NLP and various other mindset and motivational techniques. He's got a lovely story, Keith. He was one of those very, very quiet IT types and he realized that he had to do something about it. And he went to a, um, a workshop, I believe, of some sort, and he ended up getting highly involved in this thing and realizing how powerful it was, how powerful this material was. So I will put a link to Keith's original podcast in the show notes so you can catch up and really discover more about Keith's story. But today is all about manipulation or anti-manipulation, how we can look out for it, notice it and avoid it because yeah, it's so easy to get caught up in the emotion of the moment and either regret what we've just said or regret what we've agreed to. As a side note, it looks like the wrong microphone got selected when I recorded this show and so we've had a bit of few audio issues, particularly on my audio. So apologies for that and we've done our best with it. 
let's join the conversation with Keith Blakemore Noble. I am so delighted to be back with Keith Blakemore Noble, a friend of the podcast. He's been on this show a couple of times, actually. And Keith, I, I knew him as a fear strategist, but it, it's all the same stuff. He basically really is about sorting out the mind and helping us um, develop strategies to have a good life. Because yeah, this is basically life. It's all about the head and the end of the day. It all comes down to how we think about things. Have I covered enough of that, Keith, or you want to add a bit more to that? <laughs> I think you've, you've pretty much hit the nail on the head there. How, yes, would, you, how like would you that. describe yourself? How do you, how do you describe yourself in your elevator pitch? <laughs> ah, ah, yes, the good old elevator pitch. <laughs> yes, I mean, when, the last time I was on here, I was I was going under the uh, the branding of uh, UK's number one fear strategist. Mm. I still use that from time to time, but I've kind of broadened it a little bit. I now call myself the mindset master simply because number of times I speak about fears and how I can help with that. And people go, oh, that's cool. Can that help me lose weight? Can that help me stop smoking? Can that help me with it? Which which it can. Absolutely it can. And what I didn't want was to um, say, hey, I can I can help everyone with everything because that's not what anyone's No, you can't for. be all things to all people because then we, you're we, we can't. Uh, so after a while, I, I eventually kind of realized, hang on, the, the common theme with all the different ways in which people are asking me to help, it is all about mastering their mindset, whether it's the mm. mindset of overcoming a fear, overcoming an unhelpful habit, or changing the mindset so that they can do what, be, do, and have what, what they most mm. want. And from that, suddenly the term mindset mastery presented itself. Well, you know what? We'll go with that. I so it's still kind of doing the same stuff for the same people, but just with a slightly different name for it to definitely fits you very well, I think. It. fits you very very well i think i think it's fascinating how the universe delivers these things because i just did a podcast on sunday which is my normally sunday review podcast and i happened to pick up on this thing of fofo which is fear of finding out and of course i suddenly yeah. thought of you about that one and it's really interesting how we connected just at the right time when you're about to launch yeah. a new book because i know you're an accomplished author you have is it three books you have now or four uh five books out this will be the the sixth one. Oh gosh so, so, so how a date i am right. <laughs> I, I lose i lose count myself sometimes i wouldn't worry <laughs> just as you are so obviously you know fear is obviously a big big topic of the thing but you know i i think this new topic of yours manipulation it is so current at the moment what with the big things that have happened in the in the world over the last few years you know, someone would say we were manipulated into Brexit, and you know, like, look at the look at the American politics and manipulation that goes in there. I mean, it's such so prevalent in our political institutions yeah. to trigger people, get the old um, amygdala raging, and righteous indignation comes out, and then you've got a crowd with the pitchforks. <laughs> That's the one, yeah. <laughs> How did you get to anti-manipulation? What brought you to this topic? Uh, it's something I've I've kind of. Uh, the core of it is something I've been aware of for, for many, many years, um, particularly where I encountered it was in certain areas in the field of, of personal development, particularly certain events where there'd be that whole run to the back of the room. We've only got five copies at this, blah, blah, blah. All, That's you know, That's all the stuff. old and, system of marketing. Yeah. Right? Create some scarcity and, and um, get, get some exactly. you know, fear of missing out, get all those things, a bit of FOMO rolling. And, Absolutely. And people and, running to the back of the I mean, room we, credit cards. Yeah. I mean, we, we, we laugh at the concept, even if we're in a, in such an event, we laugh at the concept. And yet 
so many people do rush to the back of the room. And I, I'm kind of curious as to why this happens, even though people are, oh, here we come, here's the sales thing, run. Oh, actually, oh, boom, and, and we run. And I sort of over time realized, hang on, that's, we're uh, in that situation, we're being manipulated. There's no two ways about it. We're being manipulated into, bu into buying these things. They want to sell big numbers and get your credit card before you have a chance to think about it. Mm. And I was kind of realizing the whole run to the back of the room now isn't where the manipulation is. The manipulation occurs throughout the whole of the build-up to it, the whole of the event. There's there's various ways in which they, they manipulate us. And the more I sort of dug into it, the more I could see how these tools, which um, I and countless others are using to help people um, overcome uh, mindset issues that they've got, overcome habits, fears, all these sorts of things, just like any tool that can be used for, for good or for bad. It's like a, a hammer. If you take a hammer, you can use it to build an amazing house or you could use it to smash that house down. The tool itself isn't good or bad. It's, it's how we use it. And the more I was sort of realizing how some people are using some of these tools to to manipulate and over time i was thinking oh somebody should write a book about this i kept thinking oh, i wish somebody would write a book exposing all this stuff um i chatting with 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 friends and, and and so on about it and um people were saying well why don't you write it it's like oh i don't know but the more i dug into it the more i was seeing because it's not just in this industry it's it's throughout any industry you can think of you will find people who use various tools to manipulate that's not to say that there's anything wrong with sales. There's nothing wrong with selling at all. Where you have a product or a service and somebody wants a product or service, absolutely brilliant. When you go to the supermarket, they're not manipulating us to come in and, and buy our food. When you go to your local shop, they're not forcing us to buy the stuff. We, we go there because we want to buy. There's nothing wrong with sales. But it's when they attempt to manipulate us into buying something we, we don't need, we don't want, and often can't afford. Um. And I wrote a blog about some of the techniques, the manipulative techniques that are used within within live events. And uh, one person saw that and went, oh, my word, you have to write this as a book. And I was thinking, you know what? It's probably time to, to put it in. There's enough now to, 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 to make a book. And that's where the idea for anti-manipulation came from. It's exposing the tools, tricks and techniques they Come use. On. My sense of it, now I'm a marketer, bear in mind, so I'm very well aware of these tips and tricks and the fact that you can use them. My sense of it is that you create a story and you attach that story to something that people want on the other side of their problem. Mm -hmm. And you convince them that your story will solve that problem, getting them through their, their solution, getting them a solution for their problem, without them having to do too much work yeah that's 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 um the the easier the easier they perceive it is to to solve their problem the more likely they are to to to, to go for it fundamentally Hence, people we are, will take a pill rather than take a diet exactly yeah fund, fundamentally we're lazy i mean it's, it's mm. like the whole thing why stand when you can <clears throat> sit down why sit down when you can lie down yeah um uh and that, and that and that's, that's absolutely fine. You you present, hey, you've got this problem. I know what it's like to have this problem. Here's, uh, and here's how here's a solution which will do it. Shall we work together? Would you like to to overcome that problem? Nothing wrong with that. But it's it's when they start manipulating us mm. to 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 buy that, even though we don't need it, don't want it, 
can't afford it. That whole, oh, just put it on the credit card, take out, remortgage the property, sell your sell your, your prized possession because you know you'll make much more money back when you just sign up for this course. Hmm. Some of these tricks are really, really manipulative. I, I remember, yeah, I remember doing a, not doing a course, but I remember hearing someone talking about the yes process, particularly yes. in car sales. Mm, so the guy the comes yes into yeah, so the guy comes into the into the showroom you know, with his family and and he say, "Oh, I see, you've got a yeah, lovely family you have there. I see you're looking for probably looking for a family car. Yes, and of course safety is a real good concern of yours. Oh, yes." Would you like a test drive? Yes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the more you can get people saying yes, the harder it is for them to say no when it comes to the, the actual sale. Um, yeah, yeah. And, and some now, of the work of Dan Kennedy, I mean, I love, you know, some of the big names and those things, you read some of their stuff, they talk about the salesperson being in control of the situation at all times. Mm. And, mm. And, and the person having, you know, and the... And, it, and if they lose the sale, it's nothing to do with the person who's making the decision. It's to do with the salesperson's technique. It is horrendous, isn't it, that we've allowed this stuff to kind of to, to be part of, part, of, part of the normal. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. I mean, uh, uh, used car sales used to be uh, used to be horrendous for this. It's it is much better now. It is much better regulated. Uh, but there are still you still get some of them who will use every trick in the book to to force you into buying their thing. Now, when you step onto a used car lot or even into a, a new car showroom, mm. chances are you're going there because you're probably interested in buying a car. Yeah. <clears throat> so you're interested in buying, buying a car. It's now simply a question of whether you buy it from this, this dealer or from that dealer. So you're not being manipulated into buying a car, mm. but they manipulate you into buying from buying from you. And I mean, there's, there's things like if you go uh, take your car in to do a part exchange and you get to where you're agreeing the deal, they'll take the keys off you and very quickly into, into the back, into the management where, where the manager is. And that's it. You've got no chance of getting those keys back again. So if as the negotiation on the deal proceeds and they start to pile on the bits that you don't want, you're thinking, actually, I'm not really... I don't really like this deal anymore. And you want to walk away. Can I get my keys back? Oh, I'm sorry. You can't get the keys back. And I've, I've heard of places that do this. You can't get the keys back because they're in a locked safety box. We cannot get that out. The only way, the only ones who can get that out are head office when they come at the end of the month. Oh, sorry. You can't get your keys. It's like, really? So they're manipulating you and forcing you into, 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 into going ahead with, with the deal, even though, Obviously, the keys aren't in in a, a locked box. They can get because they're going to need to use them to move your car uh, to to the garage at the back, so they can uh, do it up, ready to ready to sell it. But they'll apply all of these techniques, and it, that's where we go from from sales into manipulation when you're trying to force the person to buy. And it's interesting you, you touched on um, politics and 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 so on at, at the start, because one of the things about um, all these tools, tricks, and techniques. It's manipulating us to buy their products, their services, their courses. It's also buying into their beliefs, ideologies, ideas. Uh, well, it's like the, I mean, you know, the, the famous thing is like the 6th of January, um, you know, like, you know, um, uh, you know, Senate invasion last a couple of years mm. ago. Like, you know, 
most of those people are pretty normal people in there and they were hyped up to do that you can't tell me they all did that they all went there because you know they thought it was the right thing well all right they thought it was the right thing to do but they were taken down the road of that journey to get there yes they're normal they're normal people normal people who do normal things somehow were convinced to do something really weird yes Oh yeah, and it it happens throughout history as well. When when we look look back through history, we can also see examples where whole swathes of average citizens have been manipulated into adopting more and more, or buying into more and more absurd and extreme um, positions. Mm. So this is yeah. the this is the outcome of the manipulation. What are some yes. of the tools? I mean, I'm obviously I, 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 I'm not asking to give us the farm, but I mean, what so what? Well, I mean, obviously, you know, we've got a book. <laughs> But I mean, what are, the, what, what are some of the tools or things we should look out for or things we need to do to, to protect ourselves a little from this from this situation? Big, big, big red flag is if they're attempting to rush you, rush you. Mm. Uh, and the reason they do that is, uh, I, mean, we, I think we've touched on this uh, previously, that uh, our brains, we have the emotional part of the brain and the the logical part of the brain. So the unconscious uh, de- deals with emotions. The conscious part is, is more logical, methodical, analytical. And as um, uh, there's a, there's a great uh, expression from uh, uh, somebody that I, I have done, done some work with a gentleman called Clinton Swain. One of the things he says is in, he puts it on a flip chart Intel, uh, emotion, high intelligence, low. So when you're in a highly emotional state, intelligence, rational thought whoosh, goes out the out, goes out the window, and we 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 can all probably think of times where maybe the red mist has descended. We've got really emotional, and we we do stuff which, when we look back and we think, "Why did I do that? That was so stupid." Yeah, when but, you're in an emotional state, there. You're, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> when you're in, emo, in, in an emotional state, you're much more easily led, whether it's a negative state or a positive emotional state. If you're feeling really, really cheerful and euphoric and upbeat, you're much more easy, much more easily manipulated into, into doing something, whether it's buying around for everybody at the pub or signing up to this, signing up to, the, to this program. So a lot of the manipulation it's all around attempting to manipulate our emotions and then limiting the amount of time we've got because they know if you allow plenty of time, whatever emotional state you are, it's going to tend back to, to normal flat emotion, at which point the logical side can come and go, hang on a minute, let's look at this, let's analyze, let's work out, does this make sense? Do we really need this? At which point they've lost the drive to, to push you for the sale. So if you feel that your emotions are being played with either positively or negatively and it will usually be a combination of both um though a common trick is to lead you into the pit of despair where you feel real desperation despondency if you don't do something and then they dangle the character of this this solution which gives you oh it's wonderful positive yes i want that oh my word that's what you can offer and that will get me out of this pit yes let me buy it so Oh, what you're describing there is exactly what that what was done around the, the Brexit cause, because they kind of like yeah. painted a dark picture of how crap the EU were and how terrible it was, and painted this wonderful picture of a Brexit <laughs> upland, which I mean, yes. I think no one at the moment quite knows where it is, this Brexit upland. 
Yeah, it's strange that, isn't it? Strange, strange situation that one. And, you know, I I didn't vote for it, and I'm not very keen about it, but I'm very willing to accept the upland if we can find it. (laughs) (laughs) But exactly what happened. I I think we were manipulated into that. The the interesting thing around that was, funnily enough, that apparently in the few days after the, the referendum and the result was announced, the most popular search on Google from the UK was "What is the EU?" Oh, how sad is that? <laughs> how sad and is that? After the referendum, it's like people have been whipped up into this frenzy, the emotion. All right, vote that way, and then afterwards it all settles. And let's actually find out a little bit about this. Yeah, 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 look yeah. Up, go, oh. uh, well, there we are. Classic, and yeah, I'm classic sure emotion that versus um, logic. Yeah. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Well, sadly, yeah. yeah. Don't ask the population these sort of questions. It's not never going to go well. Well, quite. I mean, even 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 if if one had um, a, a rational, informed debate, it's still a massive <laughs> question to expect um, us ordinary folk to be able to to uh, handle all of the minutiae and all of the. Uh, Subtle, the subtle is that. That's right. That's why we uh, we vote in politicians, our MPs, to represent us in these debates, and that's why they have access and to, have, to and to make the difficult decisions and have yeah, and that's why they have access to all the experts to to give them the information yeah, yeah, yeah. and to to, yeah. to to guide them through it. So uh, yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, okay, yeah. It, I mean, it is it is quite fascinating that that journey that people go through. Us. And it, and and I am um, I'm a big believer in its power. All of this is powered by stories. The stories we have in our head. The stories we have around who we are, what we are, where we where we sit in society. All those bits and pieces in our head that we have, and these yeah. things play into that story. So how do we? I mean, uh, well, you know, what what are, what are the tools that we need to actually step above this? And I, I know you say about this 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 the idea of avoiding being rushed. But mm. Is there anything we can do, like, like uh, no, what I'm trying to do, anything we can do on a daily basis, or like not on a daily, you know, anything we can do to practice this idea of stopping ourselves being manipulated? Because there's more to this. Well, it's not it's not just companies and people, and that it's also family. And oh, relationships yes. and Absolutely. relationships yeah. in business and all sorts of places. There's manipulation that goes mm. out all these places. So what do we do to protect ourselves from this? Uh, things we can do is, first of all, being aware that it's a possibility that it could <clears throat> possibly happen mm. is uh, a big, a great first step. Because if you're not, not even aware of the possibility of the concept, well, you're, you're, you're an easy target. So be aware that it, it could happen. It, and, it could happen to any of us. Now, interestingly, um, in the early days when I was writing the book, I did a I did a poll on a few different social media <clears> platforms. Always got the same results. And the question uh, the question was, uh, on a scale of one to ten, how easily do you think you could be manipulated <clears> into buying something? The vast majority of people said, "Oh no, I'd be at a one or two. Oh, very, you you couldn't manipulate me into buying something if I didn't want it. You couldn't manipulate <clears> me into buying it." It's like interesting most of us are actually closer to the seven, eight, nine uh, range. And the, 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 um, the reality is the more we think we can't be manipulated, the easier it is to manipulate us because we're not on our guard. We're, we're not even considering the possibility that we could be manipulated. So we don't even look to spot it happening. Um, 
in a way that reminds me of um a story about um a gentleman called Milton Erickson. Some some listeners may have heard of him, some not. He was an American uh hypnotist. He pretty much single-handedly brought hypnosis out from the sideshows and got it accepted as a, a valid medical um medical practice or medical uh device. And he used to have this this way of He'd occasionally be doing lectures, and you get somebody saying, "Oh, well, I can't be you. You, I couldn't be hypnotized. No way you'd get me into a trance." And so, what do you say? Ah, oh, absolutely. Well, if there's no way you could be hypnotized, you'd have no problem in coming up onto the stage, then, sir. Ah, oh, not at all. Guy comes up on the stage, and if if you could not be hypnotized, you'd have no problem with sitting in that chair. Person sits in the chair, and if you couldn't be hypnotized, you'd have no problem in just relaxing. Do this three or four times. Next thing you know. There's okay. a person in trance <laughs> quicker than 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 most people because when when you refuse to accept it could even happen, then you're not looking out. You're not on your guard for it anymore. Uh, I mean, that's why when uh, in the old days when they had castles and all these sorts of things, you'd have lots of guards around to spot potential um, invaders. If you mm. didn't think you could be invaded, you wouldn't put the guards there. You wouldn't spot them until they were actually in and overrunning your castle so be open to the fact that any of us can be manipulated it doesn't mean we're weak or anything like that it just we we can be manipulated then kind of practice um being more aware of of when things are being said rather than just take them at face value have that step back okay so is that true why should i believe that what's the, what's the evidence are they genuine could there be a, a something else going on here? And I don't mean get paranoid that everybody's out to 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 manipulate you. But all well, all I mean is just take a bit of a of a rational. Okay, I'm not going to accept anything at face value. I want a little bit more, uh, just to to back it to back it up. Mm. When we find ourselves starting to get emotional, whether somebody's whipping up as whipping us up into emotion or using stories to generate emotions in us just kind of pause and go you know what i'm just gonna I'm just gonna time out for a minute relax myself calm down okay right and then continue or when um when we're in situations where someone's uh hurrying us to make a decision so, okay well what's the rush why do i need to make this decision really quickly because the chances are the vast majority of the time, there's no reason to rush through something. I mean, yeah, okay, if there's a car coming towards you while you're driving, you want to make a quick decision on what to do in that situation. But normally, you don't have to rush to choose to buy something or do something or whatever. And even if it's, <clears throat> you know, like at, at an event where they say, right, we've only got X number of copies, run to the back of the room, buy them now. If we sell out, we sell out, that's it, they're gone. Realize 99.9% .9 of the time, that's nonsense because if you go to later to the back of the room, you'll be able to, oh, we've just found one. Actually, yeah, we have just got one left. Or if you phone them up a couple of days later and go, you know what? I really wanted to do it. I just didn't have the credit limit. I've sorted things out now. Can I still buy it at that price? Well, we shouldn't, but okay, as you were so committed, you did. yes, we'll do it. Or worse comes to the worst, realize most of these events, they run them two or three times a year. Funnily enough, it's exactly the same deal every time. <laughs> the worst one is when they do it online. They say there's a limited number. Why is there a limited <clears> number? Because someone decided there was a limited number. Yes. 
You, you mentioned online, you sometimes you'll see the websites that have that little counter ticking there. Oh, only six left, only three left. Or this offer is only available for another 10 minutes, another five mm -hmm. minutes. Mm -hmm. Refresh the web page. This offer is only available for 30 mm -hmm. minutes. Hang on. <laughs> clear your cookies first before you do that. <laughs> yeah, you have to clear the cookies. That's how it works. But yeah, yes, that is digital marketing here. So who do you think yeah. this book is? Who do you think this book is ideally for? Ah, oh, I hate saying who this. Did you, who did you write anyone. it for? Who did you write it for? <laughs> Jamie actually wrote it for for anyone who is interested in making sure that when they buy something they buy it because they want to buy it mm. and that really should be all of us um because i mean I've, I've spoken to many people whilst whilst writing the book and uh, shared some of the problem they've got oh yeah i fell for that oh and i know i've i've fallen prey to some of these these techniques myself as well in the past um one important thing i would say is don't blame yourself for it don't go oh how could i mean so stupid to fall you fell for it because they are very polished in the way that they manipulate us, and you are unaware of these 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 tools, tricks. And, and of course, if you don't choose to buy this book, you're clearly you know you could be manipulated. You need to buy this book, you know, don't you? you have to, you've got to buy it. Oh, sorry, am I doing that wrong? <laughs> Actually, I, it's it's. As you can imagine, sometimes when talking about the book, I've had people go, "Oh, you're just trying to manipulate me into buying the book." Indeed. To which my response is always. To which my, my answer is always, don't buy the book then. Simple as that. Don't buy it. If you feel you're being manipulated into buying the book, that's the same with everything else. Just don't buy it. So where is this book? My hope available? is that they'll where find would, it useful. Then. Where would the book be available? Uh, so it goes on sale on the 4th of March. That's oh, a Saturday. Lovely. Um, it'll be in paperback and in ebook format. So it'll be you'll be able to buy it from all the usual places like from Amazon in paperback and in Kindle, it'll be on Apple eBooks and, and all the different um, eBook formats, and uh, be able to buy it through the the, the main main um, online shops. Uh, you'll be able to buy it from my website as well, directly from me, uh, and you'll also be able to order it through uh, all good bookstores, as they used to say, and all those old adverts. <laughs> oh, do they even actually exist anymore? I've not. I've not seen. Oh, there is Waterstones about, isn't it? There are still. Yeah, there's Waterstones. Yeah. <clears throat> He's an elder, actually, he helps. For the benefit of my listeners, which is weird, actually, Keith and I live up the road from each other. Well, about 10 miles. Probably, he's probably the closest guest I ever have on this show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, we're about not... 10 miles apart. We've never actually met yet. No, we haven't actually yet, <laughs> have we? I mean, we have to put that right at some stage. <clears throat> so, all right, that's the book. Uh, we will certainly make sure that people know where to get that one uh, and uh, sort out the the links towards it are there any pre-order situations available yes so as it as it becomes available on amazon etc etc you'll be able to pre-order it through them or um i mean as we're recording this probably by tomorrow by the time i update my website you'll be able to pre-order through through directly through from me through my website from tomorrow which is uh uh the 9th of february so basically from pretty much now you can pre-order it in in all the usual places fantastic so what's uh what what is the what's the big things for you? Have you got any more books in the pipeline for 2023? So you put them on the spot. Uh, I, think just, I think just this book for 2023. That <laughs> I mean that said, I have got some ideas for two or three other books that are in various states, but they won't be coming out this year. They won't be coming out for a little while. Um, but after after this is out, my next big thing is the mindset mastery movement, which is um 
more of a uh, mixture of online and group and one-to-one coaching, kind of hoping to take people on a coaching journey rather than simply work for one-off to solve a, a single problem. So that's that's coming coming after the book. Comes yeah, out. when we can master our mindset, that does actually, it, it does, it changes life so much, doesn't it, really? Mm, absolutely. You know, it, it, it really is that thing that, that that opens the door to any other possibility. For sure. And, of course, you know, I I know myself that um, my mindset goes up and down all the time. But that's a journey, isn't it? That's the journey of life. It does. We, we, we do. It is, yeah. It'd be boring if it, if it stayed the same the whole time. Indeed. Indeed. Uh, but, yeah, what you do know is so that that thing about, you know, thinking positive certainly does help. And, um, okay. and yeah. And... There are days when that doesn't always work so well. <laughs> that is true. That is true. And I mean, th- thinking positive doesn't in and of itself cause everything to magically suddenly get better. But what it does do is opens you up to be able to see possible ways in which you could improve things, or at the very least opens you up to going, okay, well, things are rubbish, but it could be worse. So I'm not going to allow it to, drag me down <clears throat> into despondency i'm going to go right okay things are horrible at the moment but it could be worse and <clears throat> me, there will be ways to make it better yeah so it's it, the it's, thing about recognizing yeah. that happiness is an inside job isn't it which it, which it, yes it's it, it quite amazing that people can do that i mean and even in even in the in the depths of like difficulty people can still hold that 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 magic for themselves and um i'm i, I have all all an impression and you know and admiration for people that manage that mm. um, as you say it's not always easy but it's always worth it but as it. as someone said pointed out to me you know like you know we we you know there are lots in the world to be thankful for you know the fact that even just making a cup of tea is something to be thankful for because you go to the tap and water comes out of it that you can drink yes yes and and, and that was that for, yeah, for the majority of people that was listening to this podcast that's true so it, mm. it is. It is very true. It's like we 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 lose the 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 gratitude for these things because we kind of come to expect them and don't actually recognise how magical that is. The actual fact that someone's yeah. taken the effort to make that water purified so we can drink it. Yeah, good point. Very yeah. good point. Yes, get get so accustomed to it, we take it for granted. Indeed. Yeah. Well, Keith, thank you so much for being with me today, having this conversation about this book. And everyone, you are not manipulating to buy this book at all. It's entirely your choice. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Keith. It's been a joy to speak to you again. Likewise. Thank you so much, Paul. All the best. And you have been listening to Life, Passion and Business with Paul Harvey and my guest, my returning guest, Keith Blakemore Noble. The new book will be available on Amazon from Saturday the 4th of March as a download or as a printed book and also available from good bookshops. Anyway, you can pre-order it now if you so wish. If you'd like to connect with Keith or follow him, he's on the usual social channels. He's a lovely guy to talk to and he's very responsive. So catch up with him on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube or Twitter. There is also our original podcast. All those links will be available at the website lifepassionandbusiness.com. And while you are there, hopefully you have been following this podcast for a while and have explored the five questions for yourself. But if not, what's stopping you? You know, after hundreds of interviews, I can say with a hand on my heart that having answers to the questions about our passion 
a picture of success, an awareness of contribution, thoughts around the one question and a sense of what it all means. That is the path to a good life. Now look, you don't need me to tell you that our world is changing faster than at any other time, certainly any time that I can remember. And we must be sure to know who we are and what we want out of this journey because we will not get it unless we choose it. So please give it some thought because you know your future depends on it. And if you'd like some help with that process, do check out the resources tab at lifepassionandbusiness.com where you will find the five questions ebook and worksheets. Now this stuff is packed with exercises to help you on the journey towards self-discovery. And it's at the amazing price of just $12.99. So do check that out at the resources tab at lifepassionandbusiness.com. Now, finally, has this podcast been useful to you? If so, please consider giving us a five star review on the app of your choosing. And of course, sharing it with a friend, because that's how people like yourself find good podcasts. And that's it from me until Sunday. As always, thank you so much for being here with me on this journey. I so appreciate your time and attention. I'll catch you next time. All the best.